the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is episode number 94 and part of our multifamily brief series. Today, we're going to talk about risk, you know, a little bit about risk and reward and how to overcome the fear of taking risks by your big burning why. So recently at work, I heard somebody say the words, I just can't risk it. Now, frankly, the subject at hand didn't seem like a big risk for him to take, but he carefully explained all of the reasons as to why what I was proposing created too much risk for him. And his response ended up being simply, I can't risk it. Now, when I hear those words, it sounds like fingernails dragging across a chalkboard. That screeching sound that's just so difficult to listen to. When I reflected on why it hit me with such a feeling, I realized it was because I personally had said those words over and over again. And quite frankly, those words have held me back. And it wasn't until I started taking more risks that I opened the door to a whole new world. And it wasn't until I found my big burning why where taking those risks didn't seem so bad. It wasn't until I got a little more comfortable being uncomfortable that I started to get the traction in the apartment investing business. Now, looking back over the last 20-something years, I realized I've been very risk-averse. And I think most people are. Ironically, most Marines I know are extremely risk-averse. People who will gladly put their life on the line and frequently have a hard time managing personal risk. I remember in 2006, I was stationed in Okinawa, Japan, and I had a wife and two kids. It was the first chance I had of getting out of the Marine Corps. But the idea of finding a new job and making that transition back to civilian life from halfway across the world seemed daunting. And I just couldn't take the risk, especially with two young children. So I stayed in and we moved to Southern California. I had a great job, but three years later, it was 2009 and I was again at a juncture where I could quietly exit. But the nation was in the middle of a recession. And in that recession, each one of my siblings individually lost their jobs at one point. Even my dad lost his job, and I couldn't take that risk. I decided to go active duty shortly after September 11th. Now, almost 20 years later and a few short months from retiring, I realized that my aversion to risk is actually what kept me in the Marine Corps for so long. I had a good-paying, well-respected government job with great benefits. And I couldn't risk leaving that all behind without certain, certain guarantees. But something happened. It started slowly, but it grew. At first, in 2001, I missed my wife's birthday. And I missed my anniversary. And I missed my daughter's birthday. All while I was at boot camp. It was painful, but I justified it as a small price to pay after terrorists flew planes into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. Over the next several years, the missed birthdays and missed anniversaries started to accumulate. I deployed once, then a second time, then a third time, and then a fourth time. I remember one year calling my daughter on her birthday from halfway across the world. It was in the middle of her birthday party. She was with her friends at a pizza, pizza restaurant, and I wasn't there. I rarely cry, but I list, as I listened to her talk that day, about the games at the restaurant and the presents and her friends. 
I couldn't, I couldn't stop the tears from streaming down my face. Now, I picked up my family and moved them all over the world. We moved in 2002, 2003, 2006, 2009, 2012, 2014, and 2015, and 2018. And each time, I watched my kids leave their group of friends and have to start all over. At first, I thought it would be good for them. It would make them more resilient. But there's only so many times I could lay down at night knowing that my kids were crying themselves to sleep. Finally, after years and years of repeating the same painful events, it finally dawned on me that I would continue to get the same results if I continued to do the same things that I was doing. If I didn't change, if I didn't make a change, I would continue to miss birthdays and holidays and anniversaries. I would continue to pluck my kids up every few years and force them to begin over in a new house, a new neighborhood, and a new school. Finally, that pain became more intense than the fear of taking a small risk. Finally, I had the big burning why that I talk about on every Ask the Expert episode. And that fire in my chest would end up lighting the way through the unknown. What is my big burning why? I don't want to miss another birthday. I don't want to miss another anniversary, another Christmas, or another important event with my family. I don't want to sit and silently cry because I'm halfway across the world on my kid's birthday. And I never want to make my kids leave their friends again because the Marine Corps needs me somewhere else. So I committed myself. I determined that I would build a real estate business that would allow me the freedom to live where I want and to be where I want, when I want. And then I burned the ships. I turned down opportunities within the Marine Corps that would potentially lead to another promotion. And I absolutely refused to look for another job after I retire. And it wasn't long after taking those risks and exposing myself that I met Eric Shirley. And he later introduced me to Brian Mallon and Todd Butler, the Four Oaks. Now we've since closed on eight properties and have now paid out more than $100,000 in an investor returns. We've made some money along the way too. Now, looking back, the risks I've taken haven't always been successful endeavors, but they have definitely been a big part of every success that I have achieved. For example, I put my life savings on the line a few times now to buy single-family investment properties, and those initial investments paid off. In a few short years, I was able to 10x my initial investment, and I was fortunate to have a small nest egg to launch my apartment investing career. In the end, continuing to do the same thing over and over again and achieving the same results over and over again finally scared me more than taking a small risk. And that has made all of the difference. So what's holding you back? What are you looking at and saying, I can't risk it? Is that fear stopping you from taking the next step? If it is, start taking small risks. Get out of your comfort zone. Who knows? you might find that you actually like it there. Now that's it for today's episode. Short and sweet, but probably the hardest one ever. Now stay tuned for our next Ask the Expert episode on Friday. We have another set of great guests coming up with Elaine Villegas and Michael Barnhart. And we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at fouroakscapital.com slash podcast. 
or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week.